We're crossing the country by the National Indigenous Radio Service with you, broadcasting from the radio studios of Galari Media here in Broome. We now have uh, Tulula Findry with us. She's a former Kimberley girl, and recently you would have noticed her columns in uh, the local paper. She's got a lot of legal friends and really is in the know-how of uh, what's happening with the pulse out there in uh, the community. Tallulah, welcome. Hi, Sandy. Thanks for coming in. Much appreciated. Thank you for having me. Elections. Has it always been of importance in your family? Yes, absolutely. I think um, my family have always had um, some kind of interest in um, political affairs. You know, my grandfather was um, involved in the Kimberley Land Council um, and my dad's been very vocal on issues, (coughs) sorry, um, such as the... um, uh, forced closure of Aboriginal communities. That was an issue a few years ago. Um, and I've been very interested in law and politics for a very long time. Um, and I'm very passionate about voting and um, the right to have your say, I guess. Tell us a little bit about yourself, just your background, Tulula. Quite fascinating. Your family coming from uh, the Fitzroy Valley region, well, part of your family, you've got very strong connections with culture heritage there and then your mum wow she's something else yeah so um my my father's side of the family are um oral from wongajunga so i'm wongajunga walmajeri bunavan guniani um and like i said my grandfather was a big part in um in starting the, the kimberley land council um and um yeah i spent my childhood on and off in wongajunga and then on the other side of my family my mum is a gadia woman and she grew up in perth and um on and off in broome as well um and so i've got a very mixed heritage with my grandfather being born in the UK um, and my great grandmother being a very Scottish um, woman from 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 Scotland, obviously, and um, yeah, it's very interesting because you know we've, I've got a Scottish family tartan on one side of the family and very deep, rich Aboriginal culture on the other side of the family. So I'm very lucky. Very lucky, you too, you too. <laughs> I'm a sharper. <laughs> well, would be if I took on my father's surname. Coming to Broome to live. How old were you then? So I, when I when I moved to Broome, I was hang on, I would have been twenty maybe, so not very long ago. Um, and I decided to move to Broome because I was at uni at the time and and I was having a really hard time, and um, I wanted to be back in the Kimberley and around um, my my dad's side of the family and closer to home, I guess. Um, so that was that was part of why I wanted to move back. My mum was also moving back to Broome um, and reconnecting with her childhood, I guess, a little bit and it seemed to be the perfect space for me and my mum to be together and close to my dad as well. So um, that was part of the reason I decided to come back. So I haven't been in Broome for very long um, and I love it. So, yes, I'm very lucky. You've fallen to an interesting set. You've got good friends around you, very supportive friends, very confident with a radio program you present yourself out of the station, even recently joining the local paper writing a column. 
Yeah, so I, I guess it was all kind of right, 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 um, right time and right place for me. I guess. Um, so I'm, I, like I said, I am very lucky. I managed to get a job with um, Kimberley Community Legal Services nearly two years ago, um, and I've made some really awesome friends working with them. Um, and um, lots of them are very, you know, I've got good mates that are lawyers, and I'm very kind of politically minded. And and because we work for a community legal centre, they're all pretty community um, oriented people um, and very passionate about working in the Kimberley and for Aboriginal people in particular um, and the writing for the newspaper gig I managed to um, to secure that after after the Kimberley girl wind which was um, which was pretty pretty awesome um, and I guess part of that was because um, I think I'd heard a little bit about the radio show that I do and the issues that I kind of talk about and address on on the radio show and they wanted me to do something similar and write a column um, every fortnight and so I said if I can be a part of um, making a change from within then I think that's the best way to do it you know I I'd kind of um, had a bit of trouble with um, reading and, and looking at how Aboriginal people are represented in the media and so when that opportunity came up I said absolutely if I can be a part of changing how Aboriginal people are viewed in the media then then I would love to so change within you have a passion for politics so do I <laughs> the state elections are coming up on the 13th of March and you want to just get through to young people's of uh, why it's important to be a part of this process. Yeah, so um, I was very passionate about voting. Um, I was one of those people who pre-enrolled to vote before you turn 18. Um, it took me a little bit to align myself with a political party that I feel most passionate about. I kind of dabbled in a few and, um, you know, worked out that maybe this one wasn't for me and this one was. And um, But I think it's... if. I think basically it's the best system we've got at the moment. So as far as I'm concerned, I believe that voting is the only way at this point to feel like you've had a say. And um, and, and I go back to what my father told me when I was a kid. The, you know, Aboriginal people, like, is based around a democracy system, you know. There was never a, a chief or a, or a one particular person that made decisions on behalf of everybody else in tribes people would put a decision up to a council of men and women and they would make a decision together that would um, be the best decision for their tribe or their family group. Um, so I think about that and I think about how <clears throat> democracy now um, resonates with those traditional ways for Aboriginal people and I think um, I think it is the best way having a council of people making decisions um, in the best interest of, of, um, of the, the, greater, the greater good or, or the people that they represent, I guess. Tulula Bandri is our guest uh, today. She's uh, just talking at the back end of an interview I did earlier. Well, we had a chat with the Electoral Commissioner, Rob Kennedy, earlier just to outline the processes of uh, uh, enrolling to vote for the up-and-coming elections. Tallulah, you've made some notes of your own as well. Yes, so um, voting is on the 13th of March um, and I believe that to enrol, you have to be enrolled before the 11th of February um, and it is important that you do enrol um, <clears throat> and it's important that you check your um, 
enrolment details. So I did that the other day just to make sure that my enrolment details were updated and I had the right address. And I actually made the mistake of thinking it was my previous address and typed it in and it turns out that it was all correct and all good. Um, I'm one of those people who will most likely volunteer at the polls. I do like to do that. So I'll probably see you guys down there. <laughs> Excellent. How can you best get the message across in enrolling to vote? We heard from the Electoral Commissioner. The website's there. How is the easiest way one can navigate through? So I guess you go on the website and it says... Um update your enrolment or to enrol and you just fill in your details as um as best you can uh, i think my, the main thing that they look at is your address because they need to enroll you into the right um uh, uh, electorate um so i guess you follow the prompts you go onto the um the australian electoral commission website and you you click the enrollment and and fill in all your details there are they asking personal questions when you're filling out your details uh, so I think what the the main, like I said, the main thing that they look for is your address. Then they're asking gender. They're asking um, whether you're Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander. Um, and I guess um, that's about it, I believe. Is that right? Yep. It pretty much ticks all the boxes there as you did with the processes uh, coming from a young person. It's important for young people to vote to Lula. Why? Well, again, I guess I believe that it's important for people to feel like they have a say um, and I think it's no good to sit back and say that you're, you're, you're wanting to see all these changes be made um, and then not actually do anything to make a difference about that. Um, so I guess what I'm passionate about is feeling like you can have a say um, and then making an effort to do that, I guess. Making, and making an effort is certainly what it's all about. Lula, thank you very much for just volunteering, making an effort uh, to come in. In fact, uh, it was just nice of you to even offer to begin with. Thank you. And it just happened to collide with talking to the Electoral Commissioner earlier on. Yeah, beautiful. And thank you so much for having me, Sandy. Um, like I said, something that I'm very passionate about. So when I heard you needed a guest about um, about enrolling for elections, I was like, cool, no worries. 